And here are the categories for you. Civil servants. Stamps from around the world. Mothers and sons. Beer. Bar trivia. And finally, celibacy. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. How do you know this? That's what I do. I drink, and I know things. Don't know much about history. Don't know much biology. Don't know much about a science book. Don't know much about the French art. Broadcasting from the Live Network Studios in West Atlantic City, New Jersey, it's the Quizzo Trivia Podcast with your hosts, Nick and Drew. To participate, tweet us at Quizzo Podcast or send us an email at info at quizzopodcast.com. That's Q-U-I-Z-Z-O. Now, let's get to the show. She looked me over and I guess she thought I was all right. All right in a sort of a limited way for an off night. She said, don't I know you from the cinematographer's party? I said, who am I to blow against the wind? I know what I know. It is fall. It was summer like five minutes ago, and now it's fall again. Well, fall came, but I think summer's coming again. Oh, yeah? We got Indian summer coming back? 80 on Sunday. <laughs> Keep it going. Boy, I like it. I went camping last weekend. I was sweating. Yeah? Yeah. What's camping like? <laughs> uh, all right, so... Uh, I don't think I've done it since my, I was 10. Uh, yeah, see, my, I love the stories of JD camping, though, which we're replaying on Stern all week. <laughs> my so. daughter made one of those, like, uh, canteens that you make at school. Okay. And she came home with it in the spring. Huh. And, and I was like, oh, that'd be good for camping. And she's like, can we go camping? And I was like, I'll take you in the fall. In the fall. So the fall comes, and she's it's like, still you said you were going to take me camping. As long as so she like, remembers that, though. That's oh, yeah. nice. Oh, yeah, you, you make a promise to her. Oh, forget it. <laughs> forget it's locked it. in, and she's counting the days till the fall. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I tried to outsmart it. I went camping in Cape May. Okay. They have well, campgrounds down yeah. there. Well, how's that outsmarting her? Just because, like, you don't well, have I to go to the Well, I don't visit in the woods, and that wasn't... Right. That was a uh, $10 Uber ride from a uh, sure from a brewery, you know what I mean? <laughs> <So it's> like, <laughs> the important things yeah, there. We but it was an enjoyable it. time, though, despite the sweating. Well, they have that uh, farm down there called Beach Plum Farm, and they do a Harvest Festival on Saturdays. So okay. it's actually great. We went, set up the tent, went to the Harvest Festival, came back, <laughs> roasted marshmallows. I mean, that sounds like a camping yeah, experience, the iPad. Right? They, they were in there. It's very and, uh, authentic, despite oh, yeah. there's no mountains anywhere near Campfire. here. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. All right. Good well, times. welcome to the Quizzo Trivia Podcast, folks. Uh, my name is Drew. I am joined by Nick, and we are going to give you some insights into the upcoming Quizzo Live Trivia Contest played all around the United States of America, predominantly in the South Jersey, Philadelphia, Delaware region. But, uh, Nick, I, I, you know, I think one of the essential elements of any Quizzo Contest, maybe not every Quizzo Contest, but any quizzo contest, especially one being played in the bar, is bar trivia. And when I mean bar trivia, I mean questions about alcohol. And I think okay. uh, you always get a kind of feel-good buzz when you're asking a question. And if you're a team, 
I highly encourage you to ask your bartender for help and then tip them appropriately because it, it's good for everybody. So I'm going to start with this. Um, I, I have this question in reverse when it comes to the game, but I'm curious if you know what the ingredients of a Long Island iced tea are. I probably don't. Isn't there like seven of them? There's a lot of them on my list right here. Okay. <laughs> there's there's enough liquor here where very I'm thinking it's like all that crap mentioned. that's above my fridge that I've had since I moved in that you just never <laughs> and you pour it all together and it looks I like I got like Kahlua tea. and uh that's that's <laughs> basically it. All so right. I'm coffee drinker. I'll take a stab at this, but uh I haven't had a long island iced tea in maybe eighteen years, something like that. Okay. Is there vodka in it? There is vodka. You can't really do anything without <laughs> vodka. I mean I know it turns brown. Is, is, there, is there rum in it? There is rum as well. We're just like, hey, vodka and rum, let's throw it together. How, see many, what happens. how many ingredients are on the list? There's four alcohols I'm looking for on this okay, list. Okay, so there's four alcohols? Yeah, that doesn't mean that's it, but these are the ones that I lead with as far as the okay. questions go. Right, because I think there's Coke in it. Cocaine? No. No, Coca-Cola. No cocaine. No cocaine. I'm joking. I'd have to say, <laughs> I'd have to say that. <laughs> It's like, but that's not on the list. <laughs> that's, okay, it could be a Long Island iced tea. It could be a, like you know, dirty Long Island iced tea. I don't All know. All right, so two, two more. I, I mean, is there gin in it? There's gin too. Why it's not? Disgusting. Just throw that in there. It's already horrible, right? <laughs> and uh, so we're missing one more. Yeah, just what would actually just black you out? Like, what's that one? That one drink that if you're like you make that your drink, it's like fun until like four o'clock in the morning when it's no longer fun. Oh yeah, I mean it was great when you were like in your early twenties and you're on a date. Yeah, you're lining it up, <laughs> you're doing all the. Yeah, all I like the... Long Island iced tea. It's like all right, just yeah. But I'm talking about this last drink. If you just take this drink by itself, this is a good time until it isn't. It's like the ultimate drink of that. It's like ah. Oh, you mean this last this, this last, last alcohol? Ingredient? Oh, I'm gonna have a blast, and you're lining it up, and you're doing all the this stuff, and it's got like you know pomp and circumstance around taking it. And then at four o'clock in the morning, tequila, tequila. That's tequila. right. You don't know what's going on anymore. Wow, that is some concoction. Yeah, twenty two percent alcohol concentration for the Long Island iced tea. So I mean, that they they're some... just somebody was just not messing around. They were like, let me and, and give it a really like you know hip name. I think go. there's just so many bad flavors combined in that. It tastes good. I, I, <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Did they keep adding them until it was like bearable? Is that how it went? I'm just surprised you don't just throw whiskey in there. Why not just really blow that thing up? <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah, right. And, uh, all right. So throw one back at me and then I got a nice lead in question from the uh, uh, tequila concept there all right so what's your favorite harvey weinstein story (laughs) (laughs) Uh, well uh we do have a a weird tie to him believe it or not like not not him well he's made most of my favorite movies well yeah i mean they're they're, his company uh, for a long time he's he's done a lot of good movies i think mostly because of quentin tarantino not because of harvey weinstein but uh yeah but i mean when miramax hit yeah that really changed a lot of the way They're, the they, movies They were produced done. a lot of good movies from, wow. obviously, a not very good guy. But, um, like, if you remember, we ran a company called Amp Fantasy uh, Sports yeah. for a while, and there was a guy named Steve Kern, who sure. was uh, the head of that, who kind of partnered with us. Well, Steve was partners in a movie company in the 80s that did yeah, a ton of releases, and his biggest client of his movies were the Weinstein Brothers, who were an independent film distributor. Now, uh, is Steve of... the guy that owns all that land by Chavez Ravine? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and and right He's across. Still waiting the street. for something to get no, built no, no, there, no, or it's not Chavez Ravine? Happened? It's across the street from the. Oh, where the Rams, where the Rams are, are building, building, and he, it did happen. Oh, so wow. I'm, I'm, 
I'm sure he and his partner are probably <laughs> doing sitting on that for thirty wheels. years. Or they were something? sitting on it long enough where, like, and I think it was like a like a car wash or like an auto detailer or something like that that's renting oh, the space. Man. And like now it's like prime office space coming How up. How has the area around City Field not been developed? <laughs> City Field is a unique dynamic because I, I think I've got it figured out since it's impossible to park there. You just got to time your oil change to a Met game. <laughs> so you go. You go. You <laughs> drop your your car off and the you have to do all the work. if you get your oil change there, you, you may never see your car again. There is no car. Like, <laughs> right? Remember when you went to New Orleans and were like, what, 50 bucks? Well, that's, yeah. yeah that's <laughs> yeah, kind of yeah. like your car. What car? I don't remember you dropping you a, car a car off here. You got a car? Yeah. Yeah, that thing is like in, in scrap. By the You'll time have you come a shell back. with no engine. You remember when Chevy Chase like rolls through St. Louis? Yes. <laughs> yeah, there's like, a Torino with no wheels on the yeah, corner. That's right. All right, uh, I got another one for you. Did I answer your question? I don't even remember. Oh, say, what's your favorite Harvey Weinstein? Oh, yeah, yeah, moment. So your, just, your, your favorite story a, is uh, I'm going Inglorious Bastards, probably. I mean, it's you know, it's a Tarantino film, but he's been a, he's done a ton of stuff. I, I love most of those you know Tarantino movies. All right, so right what character from Entourage was based? On Harvey Weinstein. Do you remember this guy? Vaguely. I do. I do. Um, A couple of my favorite scenes in the whole series were with this guy. (laughs) So it's the guy that Ari had to go see, right, for money? No, it's the guy that Eric screws over for the Medellin project. He agrees to sell it to him for twenty five million, and then they get into Sundance, and he pulls it on him, and they decide to sell it on the open market, and that's he right. loses and, and, his mind yeah, in the he, bar. That's right, and he and he's like screaming, but then they, uh, <laughs> the it's like the biggest disaster of all time. Well, you're you're, you're tortured. Oh yeah, because Billy Walsh won't let. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> all all I remember it. about that is that chicken scene. Like he's watching it, and like the chickens like bouncing up, and the guy's like all excited, and everybody's in there like. What is, is this? this garbage? <laughs> yeah, Ari's like, that's why. This is actually a great lesson yeah, yeah. that Ari gives you. Always sign the contract for your next movie before, before this one's the one released. gets released. That's right. And if you remember, they were trying to get Aquaman and yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. all that. But yep, yep. Uh, all right, anyway, the character is Harvey Weingard. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> right, 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 right. Who played him, though? What was the actor that played him? I don't know the guy's name, but... But I remember it, though. Yeah. I told, yeah, I told her Harvey Weingarten. <laughs> <laughs> Harvey Weingarten instead of uh, Harvey Slightly loose, loosely based. Yeah, but uh, hilarious uh, character. All right, well, uh, this is probably the answer to this is not Harvey Weinstein, folks, uh, but uh, it's an interesting question. What wrestler recently admitted to sleeping with over 10,000 women in his life? Ranking him. So did you say I, recently admitted? Yes. Okay. And, and, and I, is that how you phrase I, it? I did, I did the math here. It's, right? it's not possible. No, it is, actually. So, like, all right. <clears throat> Think about this. We got uh, 365 days in a year. Okay. Okay. Let's assume you sleep with a different woman every day, which I think is the only... I, I just don't... I get it. I, I, Some days you could have two or three at a time. Some days you take a day off. So you're saying averaging seven a week? Right. I'm at, uh, this guy could have been involved in so many hijinks, he could have gone nights where he had three or four in a night, but then taken a couple of days off. You say this is a professional wrestler? A professional wrestler. Okay. I, I just don't think that professional wrestlers can... <laughs> I, don't, I don't believe this man. <laughs> it just doesn't sound... I mean, can you imagine a profes- professional wrestler like just walks into a bar and it's that easy? Night after night? I mean, this guy... I this kinda, guy's even famous? Yeah, this guy's famous. And, and I, I kind of can. You know, for some reason, this guy had a vibe about him. 
that makes me think he's not lying. I, I, I'm, I'm excluding The Rock from this. Nah, Rock's not in it. Yeah, he's yeah, too young. This guy's older. Yeah, okay. And, and, like, you have to be around a long time to sleep with 10,000 women. I mean, but again, think about that. So 3,650. Let's move on so we can talk about the guy. No, it's not, it's not Hulk Hogan. Hogan. It right. is Rick Flair. That's no way. 3,650 women a decade. 30 years. Listen, Drew, I'm going to admit that I've slept with 10,000 women, okay? I admit it. <laughs> <laughs> this this just hasn't ridi- happened. This is ridiculous. Yeah, that's that his, uh, Ric Flair's account of Ric That's just like life. being able to spout something that well, nobody could ever... Did Will Chamberlain do it? I, I don't believe Will Chamberlain either. That's, uh, you know, I just, can you imagine, though? So, know, so, Will okay. Chamberlain, let's get back to him. He was the 70s, right? Yeah. I mean, were those games even televised... The NBA in the seventies? I just think it was a different time, dude. People were having having sex at a rate in the nineteen seventies that is unparalleled in human history. Like well, whatever was good going for us. on there. We got here. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's just like remember uh you still haven't ever seen PCU, right? At this point, it's just ah, like, Jesus. We're, we're, we're going to have, like, a viewing. Yeah, we're gonna, like, oh, have to have a viewing. Oh, my God. P- we should just PCU do a whole episode event. of this show watching that at the same time. Yeah. Well, yeah, so everybody gets laid. That's the uh, one of the great jokes from that movie. But <clears throat> all right, moving on. So Ric Flair, ten thousand women. We don't believe uh, it. I'm not buying it. Next, <laughs> next not I, I would like to second. say this though. Let's say he's at ten percent of that. Okay, a thousand. Yeah, that's. I, I could believe that. That's impressive. <laughs> I mean, oh yeah, you just, said you did the numbers on this. So to get to ten thousand, thirty thirty years of one a day. It's imp- so the guy's sixty two years old. So basically, there's no, there's no way. Or sixty seven years just old, whatever no, it is. Wait, I, I, you know, stop it! He's claiming. Come on, Rick Flair. <laughs> Come on, Rick Flair. I want the New York Times to go uh, audit this. Story. Yeah, like start finding them. Yeah, start getting the list together. I want to know who these are. Like, yeah, I mean, they, the, can't we get that like the Equifax breach? I mean, we could have every list. We could have found two chicks that slept with Lenny Dykstra. Let alone, you know, <laughs> let alone, well, he had to send in a phony. That's that's what they. You know the term "fall from grace." <laughs> Dude, that guy was my hero. I know. That's he, the, that's Nick, the, he has no teeth. I was eight years he old in 1986. Teeth. He has no teeth. I read his autobiography. I mean, <laughs> he was my absolute hero. And yeah. now he's living in somebody's garage, toothless. Oh, I don't even know what to say. All right, throw one back at me. I'll give you one more before we move on. Woof. Lenny Dykes. All right, so let's see if you can, let's see if you can work this one out. I don't, I'm not sure you're going to know this off the top of your head, but I think you might be able to work this one out. What game show host quit hosting the Miss USA pageant after 20 years when producers refused to stop awarding fur coats? So this is a game show host. So the, the first guy that comes to mind immediately has got to be Bob Barker because he's involved with like animals. Absolutely, and, like, every single episode yes. of the Spader Price Neutered is right and have your price. pet spayed or neutered. So like, I don't know anything there, really about Bob any... Barker beyond that he's a dog lover. Well, so. he also was quite a coxman. Oh, yes. <laughs> he is also yeah, well, yeah, he is yeah, also have, famed yeah. for how many women the he, Barker's he, beauties. Right, if I'm not mistaken. Like, yeah, he, he, those all of those girls would have gone Harvey Weinstein. This week, if, uh, oh, if he, he was still dead already, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say like the old guard is in a little bit of trouble. Like when I think maybe when Hef died, 
Do you think that that like broke some sort of cloud over Hollywood, and like now the the floodgates are going to open? With I mean, this? I'm just shocked because I assumed everything was Harvey that, Weinstein. Didn't you? Didn't you assume everyone out that, there is? That's like why that? I'm shocked that this is such a big story. I mean, th- isn't that just so? Wait, all these famous Hollywood actresses were just put so into, talented, <laughs> put into strange situations by. Leading executives? Yeah, like Corey Feldman came out this week and was like, uh, me and Corey <laughs> Haim got sexually molested constantly as kids, by the who way. Who was the Backstreet Boys? Uh, the guy who put those bands together. Oh, it's- that dude was like the slimiest <laughs> oh, He ended up in jail, yeah. for sure. Absolutely. And he put the LFO together, like all right. those boy-boy bands. Yep. Was it Maurice? Uh, I don't know. We could look it up. I, I don't want to get the wrong guy. It's not Maurice. Okay, so let's yeah, not just a, start. Sorry, Maurice. It's not you. It's the knows. other guy. I can't remember the, the guy's name. The other guy that came yeah, out yeah. was uh, Rob Schneider, apparently, uh, came out that it happened to him. He got molested? <laughs> oh, he got. No, he had a uh, He had director. He referred to him as a big-time director back in the 80s. I think the best is his quote was, before I got real famous. He's real famous? When did, <laughs> exactly he, when did, he, exactly when did he get real famous? <laughs> when is, is he waiting for that moment? That I am just best. kidding. I love you, Rob. That's Rob's awesome. He's copy guy. That's Saturday Night Live. I mean, he's, he's iconic. He's Rob Schneider. Just to say, before I got real famous is a funny thing to say. Yeah. yeah. Barry. I'm thinking maybe it's a Barry. It's a Barry? He was the, you know, the guy that put together... Uh, so he went. To, it's the Backstreet Boys. I don't want to sound this out because, like I said, we're just going to be throwing people in the right, bus. Right, but, but, but he uh, put the Backstreet Boys together. He definitely put In Sync together. Oh, In Sync. Okay, because I don't want to. Yeah, I assume he probably could have done both. I think it was both, but I'm not sure. Oh, can you imagine? Lou Pearlman. There, there it is. is. Sorry, Barry. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Maurice. <laughs> we're naming now the Bee Gees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Andy. Yeah, Andy. Sorry, Andy. Sorry, Andy. Get brothers. Yeah. I apologize. Yeah, <laughs> Lou Perlman. That is just a sleazy sounding name. No offense. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it is not. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and if you look at the picture of them, they all look traumatized. <laughs> I mean, there's absolutely no question about it. So yeah, I want the Lance Bass tell all story. Oh no, you don't. I don't. I don't. I don't <laughs> want to hear that to audio to chapter. Can you imagine me trying to like fall asleep to that at night? <laughs> Uh, speaking of the moon, uh, there's a good segue. What can be a character from Friends in a moon of Saturn? What can be a character of Friends? Phoebe. Show Friends. Phoebe. Phoebe. That's Boom. right. Saturn, my favorite planet. There you go. So it's finally an answer that's Besides not a- Uranus. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Phoebe. So, all right. One more, and then uh, we will move on to our next topic, which is going to be sports. A lot to talk about in the world of sports, as always. Uh, one more. You want one from my way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, do you know what college that Matt Damon attended? What college? Did he go to Harvard? Yeah. Yeah, I, I knew that. I feel did like you? I knew that. Yeah. Didn't he? Did he and Ben Affleck go to Harvard? Or was Ben just like doing? No, I think Ben was couch. just like living around, just Boston, smoking but... weed on the couch, like in the. Yeah, in... I had no idea. I didn't realize. Like, I mean, that movie Goodwill Hunting. Was kind of his memoir, or it was kind of his like fictional thing going on from yeah, the I Harvard guess. time. I didn't realize he actually went to Although Harvard. We, we get people on that trivia question all the time when you say like, oh, well, Will was Hunting good- was a janitor at what university in Goodwill Hunting? Everybody puts Harvard. It's MIT. It's MIT. His girlfriend went to Harvard. Right. 
Yeah. Right, know. so he's at that Harvard bar. Right. Or they like those, them apples. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah that, those scene. are Harvard guys. But yeah. uh, <laughs> How do you like them apples? <laughs> yeah, that, so yeah, that's a, what's one of the great trivia questions that gets people all the time. All the time. And but, it, it, we could ask that every couple of years. People still get it wrong. But I, that's a good movie. I mean, say what you oh, want, but like Robin Williams movie. probably did his best work in that movie. I mean, he, he's good at a well, lot of things. Well, he did win the Academy Award for it, um, but... Man, Robin Williams is best. That that's tough. I, I don't yeah. know if I could just. I would say one of his leading. Yeah, poet it's, it's society. Dead poet society. It's funny. The two sides of him were so just unbelievable. You know what I mean? Like you have that just crazy off the wall nut job version. Oh, like of Robin Bork. Williams. Yeah, just you know, just bouncing off walls like he was constantly on. Uh, yeah, that guy was just one of the great entertainers of, of, of all time. There's, yeah, there's no question. That's a bummer. And like he found out, like after he ended his life, I guess somebody reported that he had onset dementia. Right. And so that's why, that that's why. Yeah, he didn't, he he didn't, didn't want to. He didn't just want to have the world watch that happen to him. And uh, he was also he could play like a dark character too. I'm trying oh, to think. Yeah. He was in some movie about a. Some creep where you develop photos. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Photo booth, I think it's called, or something like that. Is that what but it yeah, was called? Yeah, yeah, it's a very, that very was a dark good movie. movie. And he did a movie called What Dreams May Come. Yes, I love that movie. That's, People did not like that. Critics did not like it, but that was a, a really good movie. Very thought-provoking movie. Yes. And it, it's tough. It's not an easy watch either. You know no, what I mean? Like, it it's, just, it's like very, a Sophie's Choice good. type uh darkness uh, to geez, it. I mean, it could go on for Awakenings. Patch Adams was a great movie. Great movie. Uh yeah, Awakenings, it was an amazing movie. Uh, I can't believe that that right really happened. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that, that, that story is just... That's a crazy know, story. Go this. check out Awakenings if you, if you want to read about a qu- crazy story. But he played a doctor who gave these uh, patients who were basically in you know constant comas or sort of, some sort of like living coma state, yeah, a drug like that. that woke them up for a short period of time before they went back to that. And it was like... <laughs> It's, it's just such a bizarre, uh, yeah, yeah, crazy one. All right, uh, let's move on to sports. Um, I had to, you know, we're doing this podcast on a Friday. Normally, our normal podcast day is Wednesday, but I was out of it. This is the first day I had a voice uh, because of illness. So there's a lot more to talk about in sports because you got the you know Eagles Panthers last night, uh, tremendous game, and and of course now the end of uh, the first round of baseball playoffs with the divisional matchups over and the. Uh, uh, the championship set, and unfortunately, my stepdad was in town last night, and he, Nick, is a diehard Washington Nationals fan. Well, I was not rooting for him. Because <laughs> <laughs> being a Mets fan, the Nationals, Just, I cannot stand the Nationals. No, nah, like, Daniel Murphy is like, looking at your ex-girlfriend every night. Oh, I, well, I totally uh, get that. D- look at my phone. It- Texted my dad last night, Murphy. Yeah, that's <laughs> that guy. When he hit that well, solo as soon as he left your uh, team, uh, you have, just, it is gone. And how Nothing. do we let him go? He I got mean, the most clutch postseason. Dude. He went Babe Ruth in the postseason, got us to the World Series, where we had no business whatsoever uh, seeing in the World Series that year, uh, and then we let him go to our rival. Uh, it's, and, it's, it's, just, <laughs> and you're in a New York market. It's, you can't even complain. Uh, oh yeah, we don't have the money to send. Yeah, nine eight. So the, I think. Uh, did you see the the stat that came out of last night? I think that it ca- uh, the uh, national, whatever they're called, the uh, generals. What are they? <laughs> the Washington Nationals. <laughs> Just wanted to make I sure. call them the Nats. The Nats. Yeah, the, the, like a pesky like a thing pesky, that like gets knocked out in the first away. round of the playoffs you every know, year. Slap it against. You know they haven't won a playoff Do series Nats with eat, all that talent. Yeah, and the Nats eat lizard or lizards eat bugs, so yeah. <laughs> that kind of works. But, and uh, Strasburg. Doesn't like to pitch when he doesn't get it. You know the sleep. lizard is, of course, right? The lizard is 
Da-na-na-na. Jim Morrison? Nope. He's the Lizard King. <laughs> the Lizard is Dusty Baker. Oh, okay. Their manager. He's, no, always, I, I, he's always got that toothpick in his mouth, and they, you Jim, know, I never, Jim Rome called him the Lizard forever. I really? Like, I did, I did, he's one of those that. guys that looks like the like the the nickname he's gotten. Like the all time guy in my mind who looks like the mascot of the team he represented was Don Chaney and the Temple Owls. Okay, he's he a good just, one. He just looked like an owl. I like I don't know how it happened, but eventually the, he kind of like took on the look Shannon of an owl. Sharp. Yeah, Bronco. look at Denver Broncos. Yeah, that's true. there you go. That's true. I'm trying to think of um, uh, other examples like Peyton Manning too. Peyton Manning looked like a Bronco. There's no question. Okay, he, he had a very, I don't know, like the forehead and whatever. Yeah, else. but he the just, Cheney and the owl. He's on Cheney. Yeah, she just really was. He just looked like an owl. I didn't, you know. I thought once that guy leaves, like, he'll never be the same. <laughs> <laughs> it will never be the same. Um, all right. Uh, so I don't know if I had a question out of that. Uh, oh yeah. So the stat that came out of it is the Nationals uh, broke a record for the most men left on base in a playoff game. Oh, oh in, in, yeah. in a nine inning game. Yeah. Care to guess? <sighs> yeah. I mean, I watched the game. But... The I've dump, been in nine innings. Dump. How many? <laughs> all right, so so think of that on today's date. What's today? Thirteen. There you <laughs> go. Friday the thirteenth. So on Friday the thirteenth, they left thirteen men on base and lost the game nine eight. Yep. <laughs> so As, I mean, it was four hours and twenty seven minutes. I mean, <sighs> the football game was long over. Yeah, now you know why minor league baseball doesn't work in Atlantic City, folks. Because games like that just drive people. Into they got to do something. It's like four and a half hours. Four and a half yeah. hours. You can say what you want about soccer, low. but like that whole experience is two hours on the nose, and you're back to whatever you oh, were I'm doing. I'm glad you uh, brought up soccer. All right. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> what is going on? How could he not beat Trinidad and Tobago? I, I don't it's, understand. We didn't just lose to them. We lost to their B team. I, I, they it, were already eliminated. And they were already eliminated. By such a wide mile, they had three points in the entire group, which means they had a, they had won the equivalent of one game out of this entire two-year competition. Okay, It was such a, an unbelievable collapse. That they talked about it on British radio, and I heard them like having oh, a, a the world chuckle with each other. L- oh, they got a huge loving. chuckle with each other. I mean, in Syria, they got knocked out. They're laughing at us. Uh, it's you know, it's it's rough. What an I embarrassment! Mean, I, I watched Wales versus Ireland a couple days before, and Wales lost, went nothing to Ireland at home, and they were eliminated, and they were a semi-finalist in the Euros, uh, and that was like devastating. But you watch that game, and then you watch their, their whatever it was we played, and like. Just disgrace, but it had. It wasn't just us losing. Two crazy things had to happen. Like Honduras had to beat Mexico by more than a goal. If you can't and beat Trinidad and Tobago, Panama had to beat. You Costa don't belong. Rica. In all the of world. those things happened all at once. I didn't even think Trinidad and Tobago could field a team. What Did is you, there, They played in front of like hundred thousand people. people in that country. If you saw the stadium they played in and the stands, we're going to do better attendance wise with our team. <laughs> Cowherd had the best line. It's like, like nothing I've ever he's seen. He's like, the USA team needs to change their uh, logo to a minivan with a bumper sticker. <laughs> and, like, moms driving their kids around. Like, it's, it's just soft. USA soccer is soft. It, it is. It's whole, the whole pay-to-play thing. That's exactly it's it. It's just there's, killing us in, 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 the, in the world that, of uh, there's, soccer. And it's more than that. It, it's the pay-to-play. It's the coaching from the top down. Uh, Everybody I mean, gets I, a trophy I, I, from the time you're four or five. 
I, I can't even condone it's it. Look, we, we have players, but what we don't have is a system. And we there's no reason our country couldn't model ourselves after Germany and the dominance that they have in Europe and what they do on a youth level and how they get people involved. And uh, you know, so we, my question for you is: What was the last God. year the U.S. did, did not, not qualify? Did not qualify. It's like 30 years ago, uh, roughly. So uh, the last World Cup probably would have been 88. Okay, it was 86. 86. Yeah, 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 I got the years wrong, but yeah, yeah. You had that, the time right. Yeah, yeah. So that's... You could have counted by fours back. Yeah. And, gotten that right. and then uh, the Tony Miola era, and we qualified for him. I remember in 90, um, I want to say we played Brazil and lost one nothing in the knockout stage, and we, it was like the best game we ever played, uh, and we barely lost, and that was like a very big deal for us. But All right, well, that's enough soccer for me. Yeah, there you go. Uh, and the good news is, Nick, you don't have to worry about it again for another four years. <laughs> <laughs> so, I've got some. Uh, I got some uh, real sports here to ask questions about. All right, you can throw one more at me, and I'll give you one back. All right, I got two. Okay, I got two for you, and I got to go with these now. All right, uh, this is just insane. Every NBA Finals from 1999 to 2014 had one of three players in it. 99 to 2014. Yeah, so for, what is that, 15 yep. years, three guys were in every final. At I, least one I of these three guys. Him. I think two were easy, one's tough. Okay, I could get to two quickly. I okay. Think. So Tim Duncan. It's definitely going to be two for 10, three for 20. It's got to be Duncan. Right. Got to be Kobe. Right. Okay. So there you go. All right, so those are the two so that the, I The rest right, right there is no question. I mean, one of those two. They, they were every everything. So <sighs> big game Bob. No. Robert Ory was... That's, right, uh, but he was on the Spurs and the Lakers, so he would have been sufficed with Kobe. And You see what I'm saying? Oh, okay, so he was kind of like ineligible in that question. So who would be the third guy? Ooh. I mean, is it LeBron? I mean, okay, said, so that's what I think everybody's going to yeah, go with. Yeah, but you said it's tough, so I right. wouldn't have... Exactly. I so everybody's going to put Kobe, Duncan, LeBron. Yeah, okay. Who was LeBron's teammate in Miami? Wade. Wade. Because Wade made it with Shaq. Right. And that was the year. There that... you go. So he had it one more. Exactly. One, one more year exactly. than LeBron. All exactly. right. Okay, so there you go. But he's And now he's on their team. He's on Cleveland again. <laughs> so yeah. he, he, might, he might be uh, right back out there. Yeah, that's a tough get. I, I don't know that I – I probably would have gotten him, but I wouldn't have gotten him at, before LeBron. Right. I would have said I think so I think you're right. I think everybody's going to get to two, but I think the third everybody's going to put LeBron. Put LeBron, yeah. Yeah, exactly. There, and that's what we're hoping for. I like that one. All right, this is a good one. Uh there's only one team in baseball history to lose 100 games in a season and make the playoffs the next year. Who is it? Wow. That's a great one. And I will say this, gives every baseball fan hope. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you lose 100 games, that is like the Mets. Right, that is <laughs> being a Met fan. That right is there. a, a whole other level. A hundred games. hundred games, then come back to make the playoffs. That is the a, you quit year. watching in July when he was. <laughs> you know it right away. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's, you, you look at the standings <laughs> after the first you couple gotta of weeks. You've got to be dedicated. Like two and eleven. You're like hmm. to lose a hundred games. Yeah, right. that's uh, that's pretty bad. And uh, what do they say? You win sixty, you lose sixty. It's what you do, do with, with the those. other forty. No question. There's no question. But in this case, you lost all 40. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the other 40, you lost them all. Uh, but, you know, my theory, dude, is ask a question like this. I'm only going to ask it because. It just happened. There you go. So I'm, I'm narrowing it down. Fair enough. I know the. Uh, 
You know, you know how we roll here. Yeah, I know the Nationals didn't lose 100 games last year. No. I know the Cubbies didn't. No, they won the World Series last year. Remarkable. Uh, I know the Dodgers didn't lose 100. But you know I know the loses? Astros, I know the Indians, and I know the Red Sox didn't lose 100. I know the Yankees didn't lose 100. It's leading me to the Diamondbacks. Nope. Ah, oh, jeez. Rockies? Nope. So it's the other American League team? Yep. It's who the Yankees eliminated in the uh, first first round. Oh, the Twins lost 100 games. Jeez. Twins. Minnesota Twins. First team ever in baseball history to lose 100 games and come back and make the playoffs. So. Well, that's good for the Twins. I'm embarrassed I got that wrong. That's all right. It's all right, you know. So that's why we're here to work this stuff out. Uh, throw one more back at me. And I thought won't. this might be a fun exercise. Maybe it will be, maybe it won't, but it's going to get to a point that I find very interesting, okay? okay. You want to give me the uh, pretty much the rookie quarterbacks that have thrown the most touchdowns in the rookie season. I have 11 guys that have thrown 20 or more touchdowns in their rookie season. 11 guys who have thrown 20 and or more rookie And I'll tell you right now, it could be a 10 out of 11, but one of the guys played in a different league. So it's kind of so iffy. like AFL. No, not that. It's not, none of this is like pre, you know, seventies. I mean, oh, so USFL. Yeah, right, right. There's right. one guy so like Jim that. Kelly. There you go, yeah, Jim okay. Kelly's rookie year. He threw. Let's see, I have the list here. It's like can you count that right? Well, what was it? Eighty six. He threw twenty two. It's what? not the record, okay. but. He threw eighty. He threw twenty-two and eighty-six. But I'm, I'm counting him. So the six. ten other guys yes. that have uh, thrown for more than twenty touchdowns. Yeah, twenty or more of the rookie year. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, you know, I could probably put a reasonable. Uh, let's go. I'll tell you that most let's, of them are all recent. Okay, because most what rookie about, quarterbacks. I'm trying to think. I'm throwing. I'm trying to think some of the heavy. I mean, there's only one guy back. besides Kelly from the '80s, and then there's only one guy. So it's either Marino or Elway. I just don't know. Right, which so Marino, I'm go with Marino. It was Marino in '83. He threw. Yeah, 20. yeah. That's that's the first one I would go with. But so not Jim Kelly that year. Then so I don't have to worry about any of those guys. Right. All right. So recent guys, uh, Luck. Yes. I got to imagine Luck had a, a good enough season. Luck is tied for third on the list with 23. All right. Um, Russell Wilson. Okay. Shocking. He's number one. He's tied for first with twenty six. Oh, I thought I, I thought you said shocking. He's not on the list. No, and, I, and then I was going to be like, I probably ran for a whole bunch. And that's, oh, no, he yeah. threw for twenty six. Okay, um, he's tied at number one. Carson Palmer. No, I think he sat. I think he sat his first year. Really? For some reason, I feel like I remember one of those Bengals quarterbacks. Maybe he sat for the first eight games or something mm, like that. Okay. Um... I know who it isn't, Deshaun Kaiser. Um, it's a Luck Wilson. Did he play right away as a rookie? I believe he – no, I think he sat a little bit too. Um, Phil Rivers? I don't have him on the list. Okay. Uh, I, I don't want to – I don't think Goober Manning is on that list. He looked pretty awful early Oh, on. yeah. Peyton Manning. Peyton's tied with Russell for number one. Yeah. So, 26. Um Did Big Ben start? No, Tommy Maddox was the QB when Big Ben was drafted, so he's not on that list. Maddox actually had a good good year, I think. Um, Flacco? No Flacco. Yeah, Fla- I don't even know if Flacco's thrown. Tw- <laughs> he's a guy that may not throw twenty touchdowns since. No. Did Flacco. Derek Carr do it? Yes. 
for the Raiders. Twenty one. Okay. Um, Say Tannehill, jeez, I you know that's that's about where I, there's all these names that you're going to mention. I'm sure I'm going to start thinking and be like, ah, of course, of course, of course, of course. Right, you want me to give them to you? Well, let, let me let me let me throw um, Winston. Yeah, he's there out there. Twenty two. Mariota. Okay, nineteen. Oh, Just you son it. of a. <laughs> and he ran for a bunch too. All right. Uh, so you do it. You know, you're all missing. Right. Let's see. You're missing one guy. I doubt you would get. Another couple of guys. Do you remember who was rookie of the year? The year that Andrew Luck was a rookie. Well, Wilson wasn't he nope. in the same draft? Nope. Different QB. Yep. Andy Dalton. Okay, Andy Dalton's on the list with twenty. Okay, but he was the year before. Oh, okay. No. You're right. Wilson and Luck were in the same yeah year. Wilson but, was third round, but Wilson did not get the rookie of the year. Remarkable. Uh, who? It's funny how we forget about this guy. RG three. Oh, he threw twenty touchdowns in twenty twelve. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. the rookie that, of the that year. Crazy that crazy year. year they had. That crazy good year. Okay. So really, you're missing at this point. Dak. Oh, twenty three last course. year. That's right. And the only other guy is Cam. Oh, okay. At twenty one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I would have gotten there if I had spent long enough on it. But uh... all right. So the reason for this exercise. Mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson has twelve. <laughs> is there any way he doesn't break this record? Nah. He needs 15. It's not even close. He's got the Browns this week. I mean, Could he break it this week? <laughs> <laughs> He's certainly going to make the pain real for Browns fans. Oh, I, yeah. I, I can tell you that. This they passed on him twice. They passed on him twice. And, and they got and a tight end and the guy who can't play football. <laughs> right, congratulations. He's already on the bench. For a guy named Hogan, I've never heard of. Kevin, well, no. I told you about Kevin Hogan okay. from Stanford. I liked him a lot coming out. Oh, He's that's a, the kid that's from Stanford? That's the kid from Stanford. Okay. He was a starter for three years. Oh, he sure. Like he pioneered he did it to Notre Dame VR technology. Uh, the, guy, the guy can play NFL football. Kevin, what I said to you about Kevin Hogan was he'll be in the league for 15 years. He'll be like a... Uh, like a Josh McCown, right? Okay. So he'll get these little spurts. He'll be constantly signed as a backup because he's such an intelligent guy and he's so smart and he learns the offenses, but he's just physically very limited, right? So, like, he can do what he can do and, you know, who knows? But uh, he, he kind of, I'll tell you what, he's the most like Alex Smith of a quarterback that I can think of. Like, he, that's that's a great comp for Kevin Hogan. Well, he can win he's, a lot of football games. very Alex Smithy and he's mobile. So he's got, he can move with his feet. Uh, more so than you would think for for a guy that that size. But uh, all right, that's an interesting one. Let me throw. Uh, eh, I, I don't know that I have another one that's really worthy of anything. Uh, we'll, we'll move on. Let's go to geography, history here. Got a lot in that world. So uh, see how you do with this one. You know, uh, this is kind of one of those things that I, you know, I I want to think everybody knows this. But I'm so always surprised when I ask a question like this and how few people actually know this. I think you're going to know this. I'm, I'm reasonably confident. But in what country would you find Transylvania? Romania. Yeah. So you're all over that. But did you find that that's the kind of question that, like, everyone knows Transylvania? Well, you know, it's so burned into my head because I remember the first time when I found out Transylvania was a real place. Right. And it was like, what? That's a county? <laughs> I thought... That's a whole what? That's a whole place? Trans- I thought it was a made-up... I thought it was like Frankenstein or sure. you know, something that didn't really exist. Right. So, like, as a kid, very young, learning there was really a place like... No, there really is a place, <laughs> like... That probably scared the crap out of me, and I just always remember... Going there still keep, scare the crap out of Romania you? off those... Well, no, now at this point, I would love to probably see it. 
I don't, I don't know. I, I got to feel like you go to like some like festival around Friday the 13th. And yeah, like some bad like, stuff like, happening in Romania. Yeah, it's like, like what did you never expect? get seen again. Like, when you came to Transylvania. You're a human slave now forever, yeah. and you're living in a dungeon now, I'm not going to say somewhere. a hostel in uh, Romania. <laughs> right, that's what sure. I'm saying. Like, uh, I, I feel like it's a scarier place in this world <laughs> than it was maybe in the 90s. Like, maybe yeah, then maybe. it was kind of like, oh, we're making it a tourist destination. Now it's like a place you might never get out of again. <laughs> yeah, it's, so, it's weird. Of, of the places that I've wanted to travel, Eastern Europe does not come up often. No, I can think of nothing <laughs> I need to see in Eastern Europe. The language is so, I don't know any Well, what's words. funny is they have very beautiful women, and they sound... It's frightening. And I just couldn't, <laughs> yeah, I couldn't it's do it. Very, it's such a very a, tough accent. I, I have mentally tried many times to be like, all right. Get, if I like that accent, there's a huge pool <laughs> of available that women. That you can pull from. And I can't do it. I just can't do it. I don't like the accent. Stick the to accent. Canada. Oh, I love Canada. <laughs> love get, Canadian girls. You get there in six, seven hours from here. And, oh, uh, love Canadian. If you're if you're a Quizzo <laughs> fan out there from Canada, shout out to you. Because uh, I like me some Canadian girls. All right. Yeah, that in Louisiana. For some reason, I got a problem with the, yeah, the but I, think, North I, I, I would recommend... Stay, Stay away, away from Louisiana. Louisiana. <laughs> and, uh, Louisiana I, think, Louisiana. I think Louisiana is a little like Transylvania. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's well, some stuff going on down there. The going on in and... New Orleans, man. It is like thick. It is palpable down there. There's like, no question. There's some kind of spirit. Is, it is like, like, yeah, say, is it like feel a feel it there. It's like a vortex. It but is... we felt it. Oh, we man. have been there, man. Remember that river? You can feel it. Oh, so, so quick story. I'll tell you this the is this, fog, man. Yeah, this is crazy. So we were doing a, a music festival called Voodoo Fest in two thousand two or three. Two thousand two? Two thousand three. Something like it that. It was the year the Red Sox came back. So it was oh four. There you go. Yeah, so two thousand four. Right. So because that's that's what that, it was. That all went down while we were there. That was the creepiest moment ever. That was the moment where you walk all right, so we were parked our uh Portable RV that was the production station uh, was parked along this river where this this campground uh, festival was happening. You just assume it's like gator breeding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. It's like it's a terrifying space because it was a it was a fall concert. It was in October, yeah. so right around right Halloween. Now, right now, yeah, it was right around Halloween. The NLCS, Beastie Boys, Kid Rock. Um, who else was playing? I know there was a couple more. Juliet and the Juliet and the Kicks. <laughs> Juliet no, Lewis's band. Was One, there. Yeah, Green Day. There you go. That was the other headliner. So we're we're set up for all four days recording uh, recording every show and and producing instant CDs as as we probably mentioned was one of our the first pixies. businesses. Yeah, right. That's I think that's what brought us down there to uh, to begin with was the Pixies. Was it for a reunion? Was there yeah, a, like, yeah, yeah. Reunion show. So reunion tour or something like that. We we watched the Yankees destroy the Red Sox for three games, and it was the the day of the first game uh, of Game Four. And Nick was out on the river just wandering around, walking around. He comes back to the production van and says, you know what? The Red Sox are going to come back and beat him. I looked at you like, are you insane? <laughs> Dismiss no one, me. No one has ever come back from 03. That, that, that's, I mean, come on, dude. It's the Red Sox. Like, look at the misery. Like, Why are you, why are you even saying and that? And if you remember, the, the Red Sox the year before... Lost in Game Seven to that Aaron, Aaron Boone. Boone. I was at that game. Oh I was at that God. game. I watched that. I could. The I could picture that ball coming when that off. Ball came off the bat. I could and picture it, like, it in my head, and I remember the second it was hit, knowing like this game's over. It's like you gotta wait another year. Ooh. And uh, so he came back in and, and made that uh, announcement, and then we had the game on. Remember, we sure. had the game on. We had that satellite dish. That yeah, we, we had threw the TV. Yeah. Uh, so we we had the game on, and we watched. Uh, 
the epic comeback uh, go over the course of the next week. And then we, I stayed down there. I think you flew back eventually. So I ended up watching Game Seven of that series in, in New Philly. Orleans. Oh, no, in no, Philly? in Philly. I don't know if you remember this. But I think we were supposed to leave on a flight during Game Six. Yeah. And I postponed the flight. Yep. Because I didn't want to be on an airplane during Game during Six. Game six. Sure. So my flight left on Game Seven. Yeah, we watched it from like an airport area bar <clears throat> in New Orleans. We'd already packed up out of that area. So yeah, it's but yeah, yeah no, we went back downtown. Yeah, the three of us uh, on Game Six for Game Six. You remember the three of us were at that I don't. Point. I don't. Who was her? No, no, no. <laughs> Tiffany. Tiffany. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The photographer. Uh, I don't know what she was. She was there to take <laughs> pictures. Allegedly. Oh. Was she, <laughs> yeah, she, was she was, one of your girlfriends? Yeah. Okay. I, I ended up dating her. I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. For some reason, I wasn't sure if you guys were yeah. hitting it off or not. Yeah, we did. In that way. <laughs> we did. Okay. We spent like three weeks together. I remember together. she had a VW bug, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was that's a story within itself for another yeah. day. So Tiffany and I, I think we flew back game seven. Birch picked me up at the airport yep. and I watched game seven in Philly. Yep. Absolutely. And, uh, that makes sense. No, no, no. Uh, that's a different person. Carolyn was the photographer. That's it. Yeah, Carolyn. It's not Tiffany. Yeah, it was Carolyn, Carolyn that was with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But Tiffany was there. Okay. She was she was down there, whatever. Yes. But it was, now was I remember Tiffany. Right, right, yes, right. okay. But you're right. Yeah, she was there to, to take pictures. But uh, I do remember that. <laughs> Whew. What a story. All right. <laughs> I don't know where that all came from. It's just the bizarreness of Transylvania to Louisiana. That's, that's yeah, how, yeah, that's where it came from. That. Oh, but remember, like, you came back once and you said, um, I just saw, like, ghosts. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're like, I just I just saw a demon spirit appear <laughs> by the lake. Yeah. Just in case you guys are curious. Yeah, I haven't been to You were on no drugs, in by a long, the way. I'd like a, to point that out. You were sober and you just walk back in. Very calm face and be like, I just saw a demon spirit and it looked at me. And- I've had so much crazy stuff happen. <laughs> I, I, I don't know don't, what to tell you. Yeah, I, I've had like a dude follow me around once. Uh, I've had you got practical some, jokes pulled. Oh, you got some stories. How about when I found the bank envelope with that said, um, I was going to get bagels in the morning. Right. So I, I go to the bagel shop and on the ground there's a bank envelope and it's sealed and it's thick and it has $5,000 written on it. Right. So I grab it, I put it in my pocket, which at, at the time, $5,000 would be like hitting Powerball. Be like you know being I mean? a millionaire. <laughs> right, exactly. It's like well, yeah. $5,000 is all the money I needed for ever. Ever. Anything you want to do in life. So, so I get in the car and I'm sweating. And I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, and I go and I open up the bank envelope and it's stuffed with newspaper. Yeah. Like somebody was laughing their, their ass, ass off. off. It's like I you were on a show, at like a local yeah. PBS or a local, Freaking, you know. I'm like, New Orleans. Oh, <laughs> this, man. This you are already spending that money in your head. You're oh, like, man. it is going to be a party. <laughs> oh, man. going to turn this town uh, upside Andy, down. your Aunt Rita is at the front gates. <laughs> That's all I got to tell you, dude. What? Aunt what? here? Yeah, I had a, a aunt crash our first major gig in New Orleans Jazz Fest and just show up broke. <laughs> With, like, flame, flammable torches oh, that she spins, right? I, 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 I don't even know what to say, man. That was just something else. And, and she's just like, I borrow money. <laughs> you borrow money at day one of Jazz Fest. <laughs> yeah, day 10, she was making CDs for us. No, no, no. The, the beauty was that she had some dude's yeah, hotel yeah. room yeah. that yeah. she could tr- She's like, so you give me money and you guys can eat at this hotel day and night all you want. Because he <laughs> charge it to this guy's room. This guy's room? Yeah, it's yeah. like some music producer didn't want to go with her. He was supposed to like rendezvous with her for that festival. 
bailed out on her. Yeah, so we give her like a, married, we give her like way. a twenty for gumbo and yeah, then yeah, go yeah. and have like <laughs> and a steak the, dinner at night, which on we some, did on some dude's uh, room. On several occasions. So yeah, yeah, that was good times. Um, all right, we could go forever <laughs> on Aunt Rita's stories. Oh, we gotta man. move on. Yeah, Aunt Rita's stories will take up two <laughs> shows, dude. Um, uh, so what country gave the world porcelain? Oh, what country gave the world porcelain? Italy. That's why they call it China. Oh, yeah. I your, was going to say China. China. They call it your China. I was going to say China, but I thought to myself, like, maybe the Chinese adopted it. No. From, no, it's, from it's, like, the Silk Route or whatever. It's called your China because it's of course, China. It comes from China. There you go. Yeah, I mean, that was the first thing I was going to say, but I was like, that doesn't sound right. It's, I think original. Yeah, I mean, I think the finest porcelains are made maybe in Italy and France. Right, but... But they still call it China because of the... Oh, there you go. So porcelain comes from China. All right, I got one more for you. This is a guy that gets, like, no love. I don't think anybody even talks about him. Uh, Nobody knows about him. And I assume there's no holidays that people are trying to overthrow and call something else yet, but you never know. Uh, In 1540, (laughs) this explorer set out to look for the seven cities of gold. He's, he's a pretty big scumbag. I'm pretty sure he just, like, <laughs> okay, all right. blew away the indigenous population of, like, you know, Mexico. And nobody talks about this guy? I, I, I Like, I never hear him. I, all right, so it's not Ponce de Leon. No. Okay. No, it's not Ponce de Leon who searched for the Fountain of Youth, allegedly. All right. I should get this. I should get this. But he was, was like... The, the cities, was that, like, El Dorado? Was yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, you, you know the group of soldiers. The name of soldiers that came with him is used all the time. The okay. Spanish soldiers. All right. And and like you hear that mentioned all the time, like who came and conquered all of like all right I'm Mexico. Go- I'm gonna go with Coronado. There you got it. Yes, Francisco Coronado, absolutely, oh. and the conquistadors. The conquistadors, right? Who basically marched over with smallpox. Everybody's <laughs> gonna put Juan Ponce de Leon. That's what I figured. Yeah. But like Coronado never gets like where we hear his story. Like no, I, you're I right. Know, I don't know anything Forgotten. about the guy. Like and. He was like a big deal back then, you know, the the ultimate conqueror, the ultimate scumbag. So, <laughs> well, yeah, there you go. All right. Let's... How many more years do we have Columbus Day for over under? I Three. I don't think it makes it a decade. Yeah, let's yeah. say I don't think it makes it a Columbus decade. Columbus Day is going to be gone. I, I, I would venture to say Trump ain't going to be the one to say, let's get rid of Columbus Day. You think the next Democrat? Yeah, I think that the next guy who comes in so to try to fix this the over mess. Under, yeah, right? try to fix this mess. That'll be right on the list of uh, agenda things I wonder to what do the odds are right now that Trump down. gets a second term. I mean, it's Could you just... imagine this campaign, how great it's going to be oh. when he runs oh, for re-election? When it's one-on-one. How wonderful he <laughs> and, and all the... Yeah. I mean, it's going to be so great. Oh, man. May you, I've made America I mean, great. It's isn't like, it the Secretary the of State is, is like calling him a moron. A mo- you <laughs> are know, a moron. Isn't this what we wanted? It's, it's a show. It's I mean, a show. It's a reality it TV show, show, to say the least. I mean... You know, I always go back to, uh, to that Robert Wool special. Remember? Uh, yeah, that was one of the, anybody who hasn't seen it. Watch yeah, yeah, this. What's it called? Assume the position. Uh, Robert Wool. Did he only make a, one of those? Two of them. Okay. Them, and they're they're both equally good. Um, did we watch both of them? We did. Okay. We definitely saw both of them. And and they're a great watch. You could watch it over again and like still get a lot of stuff. Yeah, it's it probably so been fast. about five six years since I've seen it. Yeah. So, so one of the things he says, uh, he's like, "Folks, we will survive. Like we've survived worse than than Bush. We survived because it was during Bush that he made those. Right, yeah. So that's you know the big thing. But he always gives the story of um, uh, Franklin Pierce, 
right? Do you know Franklin Pierce? Right, from the story that he gives. Right, so Franklin Pierce is our worst president ever. I don't think we ever had anyone quite as bad. In, in fact, it was said by historians Franklin Pierce was the single greatest reason for the Civil War was because of his presidency. How bad was he? To this day, he is the only president who was not nominated by his own party for re-election. Okay. <laughs> if that doesn't right. tell you how bad— Well, we could be looking at something like that. Sure. Oh, I, I mean, would it surprise you for a second if the Republicans uh, went revolt based on numbers and polls and you know whatever else? Yeah, I mean, thought, you know, I think the actual party, the people in charge of the Republican Party, th- those people do not want him. No, there's no. But question. the problem is, is the people. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. So in the we primaries like and whatever else, and right. yeah, that's that's a whole other animal. I, I don't know. Some people like them for the same reason they like NASCAR. It's like they want to see the accidents. Well, wait, <laughs> it's like fun watching to, it all. Do you have to vote for the president in the primary again? Like in other words, if he he no, he can be nominated he, by it, his own party, and then he'll just he doesn't be, have to rerun. Yeah, he doesn't run a primary if. But if they don't nominate him. Again, he then does run he as run an, again? Yeah, he would have to probably mount something as an independent. He'd have to get it as an independent. Well, no, he could run again for the Republican. For uh, the Republican, uh, I don't know the ticket, rules. Right? I I don't know the rules. Oh, I'm sure, but I'm sure. Then he, but they won't do that. Yeah, I, I don't know. You would have just mass hysteria. You really think he wants a second term? I don't know. I I, I wouldn't think so. But I feel like that would be his opportunity to just be like, all right, this was. This well, was what all, he'll, he'll be seventy four or something. This like is that? all well and good. The question is, did the Democrats run Bernie Sanders again? As old as he is. Do you think he could come back in? Because he's the only guy that I could say. I, Boy, I that would if, be a tough I call. think if he got in there. He's too old. He would crush Trump. I know, but he's. I think he's too old. Yeah. Is he like 80? He's not 80 yet, but. Uh, the thing with him is he looks old, too. He looks old, like, but, Trump he, looks but he doesn't act for old. 71. He's, he's still very, got a very, you know, he plays no, and the younger And the young, you know, the younger voters love him. You know, and like, uh, let's see how old Bernie is. It's, uh. I mean, do the Democrats just run um, Larry he David? In, he was born in 41. He was born in 41. So he's 76. He's three years older than my dad. He's 76. Yeah, I mean, that's... I don't know, man. I think that's... Uh, yeah, but I think when you elect a president, do you elect him for an eight-year job? No. I mean, if he found the right running mate that was kind of the young... Hit. I think they're going to run Michelle Obama. Well, that'd be... No chance. She can't go in with no experience and, and, and just... First lady credit Trump didn't was, even work. was on Celebrity Apprentice <laughs> Fair enough. a year ago. Fair enough. Fair enough. I think Nick was that argument. All right. Let's, uh, let's move on to entertainment here. Last subject of today's quiz. Okay. We got to get through this reasonably quick here. Um, <clears throat> in the movie, You Don't Know Jack, Al Pacino plays what Jack? Oof. In the movie, you don't know Jack. Yeah, did you know that Al Pacino did no, a movie? No, named I didn't. You don't know Jack. No, so I'm we love that because it was one of our favorite trivia games. Love you don't know Jack. It's Is great trivia. The, that, it was yeah, called computer game. You don't remember? know Jack. Yeah, you don't know Jack. Okay. Yeah, that was the, the old computer game. Yeah, <laughs> yep. it was fun. It was like they yell at you for getting the answers wrong and make you know. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, the buzzer love noise it. and all. Love yeah, okay. Uh, so this is—is is this a real person? Yeah, it's a real person. He plays a. A real person, a real named life Jack. Jack. And I would like, if you need a hint, think of the day I'm asking you this on. Do 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 do. Da-na-na-na. Does he play Jack the Ripper? 
I was hoping you were going to say that. He does not. <laughs> Who is the other Jack that's kind of got like an evil cloud over his head and was like, Ooh, I wouldn't want to have a dinner with that guy. You just don't know what's going to come out of it. Jack. It's the creepiest name, too. Like, if for, for what this guy did, I wish he had a different name. Jack Hoffer? <laughs> Jack Mayhoffer? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I, Jack Kevorkian. Oh, okay. The, the doctor. The yeah, it's assisted, ringing a bell now. The assisted suicide doctor, Jack I'm actually Kevorkian. a big fan of Kevorkian. I, I, just the name is so it creepy. Is such it a creepy sounds name. so Romanian. And he, like, he didn't look. He didn't if you go see Dr. Jack Kevorkian, Romania, he, he, uh, he didn't look. Yeah. You got the you got the idea that he enjoyed what he was doing. Little that's the problem. <laughs> you know I mean? yeah. <clears throat> that's yeah, the problem. I, I hear you, but uh, I'm all for the assisted suicide. Yeah, it's it's a whole nother. I don't want to. Why get we into let those. people uh, you know Let's live just, their whole lives with dignity and then spend you know miserable years yeah, at the just, end holding on by a thread when you just want to go. Yeah, you know. Well, uh, like I said, I think uh, drug addicts get, drug addicts get it wrong. Like it's they a shame his name wasn't like Jack Smith drugs. though, because yeah, right, they, it, you know, it would have gone a lot further. Like I having that guy as the champion of your cause. He's just like the white hair. I think it the, is legal though, somewhat. Right? Is it Oregon? There's also like European countries. You can go take a. You can I think go somewhere book. in the U.S. is it's legal. Oh, you can also go book a trip to Sweden and uh, yeah, that'll be that. And <laughs> 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 never come back. So, all right, uh, throw another entertain. You believe that's the first entertainment question I had? Is that for you. entertainment? Very, yeah, for entertainment. <laughs> oh yeah, because it was a movie. I only uh, asked it because it's Friday the Thirteenth. So you know, I figure. What cartoon superhero's alter ego was Shoe Shine Boy? Shoe Shine Boy. <laughs> what cartoon shoe shine boy. alter ego was Shoe Shine Boy? Now this is funny because I know you know of this superhero. There's no chance I. I and I, I had it. no idea either. I didn't know it. No idea. It's fantastic. But you're going to know this superhero. Oh, I'm sure, but I have absolutely no idea. Underdog. No way. <laughs> Shoeshine Boy. Shoeshine Boy is underdog. So he was a dog that shined shoes yeah. and then became a superhero. You got it. Underdog lady, wherever you are. <laughs> I hope that you're one's a for fan. you. Oh, Howard. Well, isn't it? Isn't it like the birthday of oh, uh, she's Underdog's just, birthday or that's something? That's just something else. I don't know. That, that whole thing. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! If, you, if you're not a fan of the Stern universe, and you probably don't know who Underdog Lady is, but uh, she's she's something else. All right. Speaking of cartoons, what friend of Bart Simpson first appeared on a commercial for Butterfinger? Millhouse. Millhouse. Van Patten. Van Houten. Van Houten. Van Houten. Van Patten. Dick Van Patten. Dick Van Patten. Uh, no, no, no. But uh, Millhouse actually came as a. Uh, a sidekick to Bart because of the Butterfinger ad campaign when The Simpsons first got started. So he was not on an episode. He actually started in the commercials. So I figure people will get that because how many friends do Bart actually have? I thought maybe somebody would dig like a Ralph Wiggum at you. Me fail English? That's impossible. My favorite well, Ralph Wiggum line. All right, throw one more back at me and I'll give you one more to end All right, this cool. game. So trying to figure out how to go with this question because I love it. I love it. I love it. I love this little piece of information that I found. So maybe you'll help me craft it, but I'm working on it. Anyway, something along the lines of this, okay? So what um, – it's got to do with where Tupac made his first appearance in a video, okay? Okay. So I'm going to ask something along the lines of what – Song ranked number 30 on VH1's 100 Greatest Songs of Hip Hop. Does Tupac Shakur make his first 
appearance in a music video. Okay. I would have now, absolutely no idea. All right, but you need – okay. So you have absolutely no idea. See, here's the thing. You have to know where Tupac got to start. If you know where Tupac got to start, then you could so – you got to piece that together. Yeah, I don't know. Do you know either. what group Tupac got his start with? Not a clue. You ever heard of the Digital Underground? The yes. Humpty Dance? The Humpty Dance. Here's your chance to do the hump? If you put on that video – all right, Tupac stop what you're doing because I'm about to ruin the image and the style that there you used you go. to. I look funny, but you're all I'm making, making money, money, see? So, yo, world, I hope you're ready for me. Now gather around. I'm the new fool so in see, town. you know the song, laid obviously. down by the underground. I drink up all the Hennessy you got on your shelf, so just let me introduce myself. My, My name, name is Humpty. Humpty pronounced, pronounced with, with an umpty. umpty. Yo, ladies, mm, how I like <laughs> the funkty. And all the rappers in the top ten, please allow me to bump thee. I'm stepping tall, y'all. I'm just like Humpty Dumpty. I'm going to fall when the stereo's pumpy. <laughs> I can't believe I you got that You know all those lyrics, and you didn't know that Tupac was in the video. Unbelievable. There you go. Unbelievable. All right. So one last question for you. Who are the only two actors to win an Oscar posthumously? All right. I think I know this. I know I got the one. is Heath Ledger. Yes. For the Joker. Yes. Fantastic role. Yes. The thing I love about that was uh, Jack Nicholson warned him. It'll change you. That role will change you. And definitely the two best Jokers, Jack Nicholson. No question. Although I haven't seen... Who is the guy that won the Academy Award for playing a girl in Dallas Buyers Club? Jared Leto? Yeah, Jared Leto. Is he the newest... Joker. Joker? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. I think he was in the Suicide Squad as, like, young Joker, maybe. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I did hear that uh, Scorsese's making that origin Joker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know who he's trying to get? No. DiCaprio. Oh. How awesome would that be? I mean... I know. I mean, <laughs> that would be so awesome. I, I'd be down. Oh I, my gosh. I mean, like in a, in a big way. Yeah, probably my favorite actor, favorite director. All right. Anyway, uh, the other guy, I'm pretty sure he did it. Oh man, what is that guy's name? Oh, was it for the movie that they were all shouting out the window? <laughs> I think you got it. I, I I I know it. I just can't think of the guy's name. Uh there was a lot of people in that movie, too. Oh, my gosh. I'm drawing a blank do you want on his the na- name. Do you want it? The name of the movie? Will that help you? No, I could get the name of the movie if I needed it. I could picture the guy, and I'm just trying to... Remember what he what he yells? It's, it's something along the lines of, like, I'm not going to take it anymore. I'm mad as hell. I'm mad as hell, and I'm, I'm not, not going to take, take it, it anymore. anymore. Yeah. Yeah. You're all over it. You are all over it. The movie is something about like broadcasting. Or... It's called Network. Network. Yeah. yeah. 1977. Peter Finch. Oh. And uh, he played the anchorman Howard Beale in the film Network, and he died in 1977. And uh, all over it, but couldn't won, get won the Academy Finch. Award for it. All right. Well, sorry to end that. At least we're not <laughs> going to kill off Peter Finch, but uh, he let already dead. dead too. <laughs> yeah, so so those safe. are two guys the Quizzo Curse oh, and Tupac. To. Yes, there you go, guys. I mean, seriously. Quickly mentioned Tom Brady. And look out. All right. That's it for Nick. My name is Drew. We'll see you. Corgi's dead, right? I don't know. Oh, he's dead. Uh, you know, if he isn't, oh yeah, he's dead. It's coming. All right. <laughs> we'll see you on the next Quizzo Trivia podcast.